there. This is I-5 The Heat Radio. We are live with you. Um, this is October 17th, 2016, and the topic for the day is Trump, Donald Trump, and the allegations of women saying that he's been coming on to them and forcing himself on women. Um, I also would like to talk about the fact that, you know, is a very big, um, um, it's not a difference. It's, it's very similar to to Bill Cosby and how, but the difference is, is that Bill Cosby has been, oh, my gosh, raked through the coals, and, and Trump is like, oh, you know, it's okay. You know, it's been 30 years, as as it was with Bill Cosby as well. So um, we have guests today. We have guests. So there's three of us on the line. We have um, Brother Torre. How are you doing? Peace, peace, peace. Nice. Thank you so much for joining I-5 Heat Radio. Um, Andy, are you there? I'm here. That is wonderful. Thank you for joining I-5 Heat Radio. Um, we can go ahead and get this conversation popping now and at the roundtable. Um, how do you guys feel about this Trump and the allegations surrounding him? Um, it doesn't surprise me. I would definitely say that. Um, see, to me, <clears throat> he's been has shown before this presidency uh, his arrogance and his uh, lack of respect of others who I would like to say are not on the same <laughs> tax bracket. And we know he doesn't even pay that himself. Uh, but it doesn't surprise me how, um, like you said, you know, Bill Cosby and Trump, you know, you can, we can compare the two in regards to the situation how they'll demonize one and brush off and to continue to praise the other. But that's always been a, 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 a way to, you know, look at the, the, the black man. And when it comes to, to, to the man of black masculinity, they always try to find a way to, uh, how could I say, make us look real bad in the public eye when it fits them best. Right. But when it was turned on, and, and, you know, the ball is now in our court, and we now have, you know, recordings now. We ain't just got no allegations or, you know, statements. We have a recording, and he calls it locker room talk. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, that, ain't, that ain't locker room talk. That's called sexual harassment. Um, you know, and, and that uh, recording itself can be used in court against him as evidence because he's verbally and given an oral statement of facts. Mm-hmm. All is as is, is good as written that he committed a crime. And yeah. they say, well, you know, she, she comes out of nowhere and she wants to press the charges against him or whatever it may be. That's the same thing that did the Bill Cosby. But the difference with Bill Cosby is is that there's no statement on Bill Cosby's behalf None. saying, okay, I've done this, I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
So, I mean, well, the I, evidence, I it really goes against Trump. And, I mean, you know, they're kind of like this slapping his hand, saying, oh, he's been a bad boy, pretty much. Andy, what do you think? Well, I, I think that my brother really hit the nail on the head. And um, ultimately, the difference is not the allegation per se. The difference is two things. One, Bill Cosby is a black man and Donald Trump is a white man. That is the first difference. The second difference is Bill Cosby's net worth is approximately, I don't know, $400 million, and Donald Trump's is about $4 billion, right. which swallows up Bill Cosby's net worth altogether. This country is ultimately run by rich white men. The 1%. And the truth of the matter is that we shouldn't even be in a position to have to compare these two people. We're talking about a man who was an actor or is an actor on television have, being compared to a man who could possibly be in charge of running the entire free world for the next four years. Right. The capacity of the power of these two individuals is incomparable. So it is humiliating to me that we have to, in order for, in order for us to even be heard, we, we literally, we're sitting here saying that this person who's an actor on TV and the allegations that just completely unfounded allegations against this man. And, and here's the thing. I'm not saying that he did or that he did nothing. That isn't the point. The point is the two positions that we're comparing aren't even comparable positions to compare. There right. should be no question as to whether or not this is someone that we want to be in charge of our country, our lives, for the, for the next four years. Certainly, if Bill Cosby were in the position of Trump, there would be absolutely no question that we would hear nothing else from him again if he were the one who was running for president. Yeah, <clears throat> like if it was Obama, <laughs> you know, that, if, if that was Obama, oh, man, the media would be so happy to hear that was, a, you know, Obama made that, those type of uh, comments. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we have to depend on him. They, they, they were trying to find a way so he couldn't get into office. If they had something right. like this, oh, my goodness, that would be golden. Right. Right, you know, it's 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 compared, you know, and like she said, like she said, you can't compare the two. We talking about somebody who's one of the country compared to someone who's just an actor, and you know, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the fam uh, older families back in the day looked up to him in, in regards to his shows. But I mean, you can compare a lot of the uh, other situations to where you know, Dylan Roof, he kills nine people, they're taking a Burger King. <laughs> you know what I mean? We do something like that. Oh man, we're thugs. We're this. We're that. It's in the just body bags. yeah, we're in the body bag. 
They didn't right. shoot this, this this young man when they saw him. They kindly arrested him and took him to Burger King. Let that be and, one and, of and, us. And or we, what about all the things that they said about him? Oh, he's been through so much. He's been traumatized. He's been he's been abused. He's had so many mental issues and emotional issues. You know, we don't we are not allowed. My brother, my father, my husband, my children are not allowed to use their mental trauma that they face every day as an excuse for misbehavior on the street. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, they're not allowed to use the emotional trauma, the mental trauma that they face every day for as an excuse for anything that they do, not anything that they do and not anything that they say, and certainly not for taking another human being's life. Mm-hmm. There, there, there is no question that if that boy had been a black boy, there would probably be nobody in his family still living today. Right. right. And, you know, right. I mean, not to and we don't want to... We don't want to say that, but, but it is what it is. You know, Donald Trump made a statement during this current election that we are seeing right now. He made a statement some months ago, and he said, if I stood in the middle of Times Square and pulled the trigger on somebody, people would still vote for me. He sure did say that. That's right. Now, the, the boldness of a person that can come out and say that can come out in front of people and make a statement like that. I mean, it's unmatched. And, and we don't have, believe me, you know, we, for, for every educated black man and woman that we had, if we added them all up together, as far as a white person is concerned, we don't have one. If we combine them all, if we melted them all down with their degrees and all of their accolades, we don't have one that's comparable to them. Right. And, and you know, um, let's compare once again um, Bill Cosby um allegedly with several several women and then Stephen Collins you know the um actor from Seventh Heaven um he pushed his way upon young girls and you don't hear too much talk about what happened to him um actually I do believe I had looked his show up and the show was still playing but they pulled Bill Cosby off What the color TV. were the women what color were the women white. that made the accusations against Bill Cosby? All, all white. Because they exactly. didn't look like me. Not one single one of them looked like me. Right. right. So, so we don't even, I, I mean, at the end of the day, and as much as this may offend our fellow white citizens, I can't take this seriously. I just can't. Right. Well, we got to look at is um, who is who is Donald Trump's supporters right now? 
and that's that's a big big part. Who is his 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 supporters? You know, it's the majority of the higher race class mm-hmm. and the lower white class who he's created a, a separate uh, a separation from the whole lower income class itself. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that say it. he got a lot of the red necks, a lot of the the, the, the Dylan Roof followers. You know what I mean? Those type of people. These are these are bottom scrapers. These are these are people that can't even be a part of this conversation in an intelligent way. Right. However, they're registered to vote and he knows it. And they're coming out in high numbers especially this year. They're coming out. They're absolutely coming out. They're showing up and they're realizing that their vote is going to count. These are people that can barely read and write. These are people with second and third grade education who still think no matter how horrible of a person they are, no matter how uneducated of a person they are, no matter how inarticulate of a person they are, rude, mean, nasty, whatever, they still don't see us as humans. And that isn't gonna, that's not going to change regardless of who the president is. And so when we sit there and we, we entertain this nonsense as as if we really, you know, I, do, do I think that something may have happened with Bill Cosby? Yeah, something may have happened. However, do I think that he was running around the country drugging women all over the world and taking advantage of them? No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But what I do believe, and this is something my grandmother told me a long, long time ago, is no matter how close you think you are to a white person, if you put two of them in the room together and one of them is against you, I guarantee you those two people are going to stick together. Absolutely. For the most part, yes, I would agree. I'm, I mean, I mean you, I, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen in the workplace. I've seen it happen on the street. They may, they may feel like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll be against the situation because it's wrong for a moment. But it's not going to last. You see people voting for Donald Trump. Everybody who's, you're talking about from the PhD to the trailer park, they're voting for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And he can say whatever he wants to say. He can say, I'll stand in Times Square and shoot people. He can say he doesn't care you know, what women think about him. He can say, yeah, I have sex with people against their will, and they're still going to vote for him. Right. You know what surprises me? It's not only the the uneducated people that's voting for Donald Trump. There's a lot of people that's with degrees. and, and That's what I just said. That's exactly I, what I just said. From the PhD to the trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> You are funny. She's right, though. 
I mean, I, I just don't understand how their brain works. It's like, it's kind of like that math problem you cannot solve and well, it's driving you absolutely batty. It, it, we, 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 a lot of us from the down to the blacks and whites, we've been programmed. We've been brainwashed, not only by our parents and our elders, but by media. You know, we have a brain of a Rubik's cube, but we couldn't figure it out yet. Mm. And and that's, we, we've been damaged to the point to where we are so easily in tune with the media and what the media feeds us and what our parents feed us. We don't like to really go out and solve it ourselves or figure out for ourselves or really even have reason or ration anymore. Wow. Because we've become so desensitized because of so much of the microwave, <laughs> the video games, mm-hmm. the cell phones, so much, you know, it's not like how, you know, and I'm very young, but even when I was growing up, I didn't have all this stuff. So my mind was more free and able to really be creative, make more rational decisions based off instincts. I wasn't easily persuaded because of the, the television. I didn't have much of that, you know? And a lot of these things plays a, a big part on our psyche, and we don't even know it. it we, you know, warfare, and it's, it's been done on all of us, not just black, well, whites too, but warfare is, is, is done. We don't know it, that it's going on. It doesn't have to be physical. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Because, you know, let, let me just share this. I, uh, <laughs> the other day, I saw a uh, superhero named Luke Cage. And I watched the episode, and I went on to the second episode, and I said to myself, mm, I don't really like this, and I don't, I, don't, I don't know about this. And I really had to sit back and examine myself. Why don't I like this? Because I like Marvel. It's fun for me. I like the superheroes. I like to, the, to see their superpowers and all this, you know. But my mind was so conditioned. Like, I had an awakening watching this because my mind was so conditioned that a superhero has to be a white man. That me, as a black woman, could look at Luke Cage and say, I don't really know if I like this, and I don't even know why. I really had to sit back and, and look at my, Andy, what, what is your issue? These are the same writers that you've been watching. These are the same authors and the same people who build characters that you like any other time, but it's a black man that's blocking the bullets and saving the, the children now. What don't you like about that? You know because what it's my, my it's mind, my mind has my mind has not been exposed properly to seeing that in the media. Listen, not not that I don't see it every day because I see black men as heroes every day, but I didn't realize how much my mind had been conditioned to see a superhero as a white man until that moment. And I had to check myself. 
But you know what it is? Is is a lot of us are now waking up. Be, uh, because of this election, it, it forced us to wake up and see so much more. It's not only it's not only the elections. It's not only the fact that um, Bernie Sanders came into play and he started talking the you know the talk that the things that we wanted to hear. Which I be, I still believe that he would have been you know the best candidate. Um, but he he woke he woke a lot of people up by what he spoke about, and then that that became the norm for us to look at different things and say, hey, that's not normal. Like what you just stated just now as far as, mm-hmm. well, hold on a second. <laughs> I used to watch this show in this one manner, and now I'm like, what? You know, or like how little kids used to go ahead and favor the white Barbie, even though yeah. they're black. You know, now a lot of us are waking up and even our children don't see the things that way anymore, which is fantastic. I, I'm glad. I'm I'm so glad for this elections and how stupid it really is. If you think about it, I mean the candidates that we have now, we are in trouble either way. Well, to, to chime in on that too, um, the elections. I agree. The, the elections have woke some of us up. You know, um, but to expound on a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, he was the most person. He was the the most person. Uh, he was the most relatable out of both of them. Right. I can say that. Uh, Hillary has a history of and her husband of you know not liking black people, <laughs> but keep it funky. She has a track record along with her husband, mm-hmm. and people forget tend to forget about that. Right. Um, Donald Trump. I respect Donald Trump in the aspect is he's the type of person, he's going to call you a nigga in your face. He ain't going to wait till you turn your back. And I'm the type of guy, at least I see my enemy and I know my enemy is letting me know he's my enemy when he makes those statements and those actions. You're going to have to investigate and find out she's calling you a nigga. Mm -hmm. Now, Bernie Sanders, what I don't like about him is he's a Jew. Not that I don't like that he's a Jew. But he's a Jew who we pay reparations to, the black people, and many other Americans. Out of our dollars, we had no uh, business with the Holocaust. Matter of fact, we were victims in Germany as well, which they don't show you the black Holocaust. But we got to pay them reparations. But he's against giving African, quote, unquote, Americans reparations for what happened to us. Okay? And... You know, he, this is my personal opinion about him. He 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 wants um, um, one of the uh, our, our activists, one of the young ladies who did the international court and won. I forgot her name. This was it was just in my mind. Uh, but she fled to Cuba, and he wants her. He, he wants the government to pursue her. But this is a black sister who fought for our rights at a time of depression, uh, oppression. Now. In regards to waking up, um, what also has woke us up is the continuous showing of black men and women being harmed and killed in a line of duty of officers 
This is a form of propaganda that even Hitler used back in his days. He used the media, the, the airways, to push his propaganda of the white man, blue-eyed, blonde hair to cast the Jews out. Now, these killings are nothing new. It's just more in your face now in the magnifying glass because, like I said, these phones. Not only that, but because there's cell phones. Yeah, it's just a cell phone. Yeah, it was always happening. It was always happening. That's what I'm saying. It was always happening, but it's now it's more in your face because of the access to the cell phone, which gives you the access to put Facebook Live, load it up on Instagram. We have immediate access to all these things. We never, we never doubted that this was happening. This was right. this was never. You know, I, I can remember being very young and my mother making sure that I had some sort of ID. I remember that for my brothers. I remember because. This was never new. This is, this is just like you said, this is a new information, and it has never ended. There wasn't, right. It's not like we went from a time of lynching to a time of silence and camaraderie right. and, you know, equality. We, we never have been there. And so right. tell you why, though. because the forum has changed. Right, just the form is it's now it's in your face now. You know, and I I said this to somebody at work. You know, and and it wasn't it wasn't a good day for them. But you know, I had to tell them, you're not hanging us from trees because of industrialization. There just aren't that many mm-hmm. trees to hang us from anymore. Right, right, right. So, so we're not you're not doing anything different. Mm-mm. Oh well, how can you how can you say something like that? Because that is the truth. Yes, Trust me. Had there been no industrialization and we were still living in wooded areas, we'd we'll see a lot more people hanging from trees. And if you go to those places in 2016, you will still see That's that. Fine. Right. And like I tell people, you know, it's a more it's always been a problem, but because it's more in our face, we was in a mindset. Sleep was so long. Remember, out of sight. Out of mind. Yeah. So because it's not happening to us personally, we don't feel the effects because it's not happening to me personally. Yeah. But now, not only they're they're showing you constantly, it's it's, it's a rising anger. It's making people, you know, wake up. It's taunting. It's very taunting to to other people. Uh, it's, it's It's an underlying reason of what's going on. And it's an underlying reason. I also feel as though that, you know, the the government and our media has a way of doing things to start stuff so people can be able or feel unsafe so they can give up their rights. Yeah. See, they inflict fear on you so you can give up your rights so other things can be put into place to uh, complete their ultimate goal and whatever that goal may be. Well, you know, I remember one time uh, my brother was was at home, and I said, aren't you supposed to be at work? And he was like, oh, yeah, I was running a little bit late or whatever. And um, he says, you know, I'm sure my boss is looking for me. But when I get there, he's not going to say anything to me. And 
it's just funny to me because there is a fear that has always existed for the black man. I don't care who, and it's a fear that's perpetuated throughout our society to the point where we have become even afraid of each other. Mm -hmm. We don't even, we, and, and and when you brought up Adolf Hitler, I, I'm I'm right there with you because what people don't know is the Germans and the Jews were mixed together. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, suddenly, he started to make all these accusations and impart fear into the community. These Jews are scary people. They're really, really scary people. And the more that he did that, the more that he he was able to unite people on a front for himself in a country that he wasn't born in and he didn't look like them. He was a five-foot-tall Austrian with black hair and brown eyes who convinced a world of people that everybody should be six feet tall with blonde hair and blue eyes. Right. Yet nobody killed him. And well, he was in that. <laughs> I mean, really. And so when you think about how, how fear can control someone to the point where they can't even see something right in front. You know, I used to say all the time, this man looked exactly like the people that he caused the Germans to kill, but they never killed him. All right. Because he controlled them, just like you said, with fear. With fear. And that fear that perpetuates throughout our society for the black man is what allows these people to excuse their own behavior when they shoot you dead in the street. Because you're a threat just being a black man. God forbid if you should be outside of your home minding your business. So, you know, when you think about somebody like Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby had a lot of things that, that were on the forefront when these accusations were made. There were a lot of things that were coming up. He, he had some new projects that he was coming up with and some new things that he was doing. And you had been seeing him in the media over and over with his wife prior to this situation, and all of a sudden, someone says, I think Mm -hmm. that he may have touched me while I was asleep at his house. And I remember sitting there with my mom, and I said, oh, Lord, here it goes. Here it goes. Never fails. You got to remember, too, Bill Cosby tried to buy PBS. No, he tried to buy NBC. Oh, whatever one. Yeah, NBC. Yeah, NBC. Right, right. Yeah, he tried and, uh, next thing you know, to hush his, him up. His uh, family died, something like that. Yeah, his, they killed his son, you know, yes. and, and they tried to hush him up that way. And then, um, yes. you know, he keeps, he keeps climbing, he keeps climbing and make himself better. And then the next thing you know, now all these allegations come out, and it's over 30 women 
30 years ago. And on top of that, there is not a recording of Cosby ever stating that he did anything to these women. But Trump, on the other hand, 30 years ago, he actually did say he did have video, not video, excuse me, he had audio in 2005 stating that he will go ahead and um, won't wait. He'll go ahead and just bum rush a woman and kiss her no matter if she wants it or not. If she's beautiful, that's what he's going to do. He put his hands up women's skirts and, and I mean, this, et cetera, et cetera. You know, he's actually said this, but... Like you said, the black man is looked at as we are a threat. We are scary because I, I guess our skin complexion. I don't know. But well, I'm going to tell you why they believe we're a threat. We also yeah. are looked at as the super Negro. And oh, well, I'm going to tell you why. This is exactly why. The super Negro, I... the super Negro is, is that um, we don't feel like how white people feel. We don't have feelings like how white people feel. We're stronger, so we can go ahead and take more. That's what right. I, 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 um, I gathered when I was called, in this podcast. To them, that's called animalistic. Mm, yes. And so when you, can't, when you don't see a person as a human being, you will never see them as an equal. A dog is not equal to me. A mm. dog cannot think and operate on my level. A dog cannot make responsible choices or decisions. We got to understand that even in a time where we were allowed to read books, we still weren't allowed to read all books because in their mind, we just, you just can't comprehend that information. That's right. You just cannot process that information. And what would, what would end up happening is, you may somehow realize that at your lowest level, you are higher intellectually than I am, and then you might take your position. Because when you do, they know that what they put us through, they are afraid of us awaking and retaliating. Right. You know, if I was a bully and I would feel but all day, every day you came to school, I took your lunch money. That one day you like, all right, bro, you wanted to fight for this. They're afraid for us to get to that point. Of, okay. You know, sorry to say, back to that Malcolm, you know, and and, 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 I, and I give praise to the uh, Nation of Islam on this aspect, they had a hunt. They had 1.5, 1.1 million standing men. Unity. That was ready for anything at any time if you would have messed with their people. That's what they're afraid of. Because they know they didn't deprive us economically, socially, physically, uh, uh, Psychologically, mm-hmm. politically, that super nigga they know that sinner right. is bound to come out. Right. And 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 not only that, they are dying off because the yeah. uh, uh, three fourths of the off are colored. Mm-hmm. Their whites, babies, daughters, sons are interbreeding with the colored people. 
So the, our dominant gene is knocking them off. They're truly the minority. We're the majority. That that's actually true. And um, what I, I what I I believe is happening is, and, and I stated this before um, a couple weeks ago. They killing our black men and women and children here in America. They feel like they have that under control, and so how they can go ahead and kill two birds with one stone is that they say, hey, we'll sacrifice a couple white people here in America and we'll cause 9-11 to happen or um, we'll cause some catastrophe to happen and then we'll we'll blame another country for it. And then, hey, you know what? That Muslim country is the one that actually bombed our country. Now we need to go to war. So then they want us they want us to go ahead and okay them going into another country because we're angry because our relatives and our loved ones have been hurt or killed. So then we okay, give them the okay so they go into the other countries and kill more brown people. Right. And that's what I was saying earlier. They make events happen or they'll put events in your face yes. just to give up, just for you to give up certain freedoms and rights so they can do certain things to fulfill their political agenda. Absolutely. So they will knock down the trade centers knowing it was an inside job, what you call collateral damage, just to go overseas and control the whole area. Now, we know that whole um, called Middle East, which is no such thing called a Middle East. How, how can you be the middle of the East, number one? You, you're either the East or, or, or you're the West. It's one or the other. But that, that is a main uh, uh, hub when it comes to ports. And you got the, uh, I believe it's the, uh, uh, I'm not sure, not the Black Sea or, or, or one of those seas. It's, it's all about domination and colonial, uh, uh, you know, all over the globe. They have an agenda, you know, and their agenda, they will do whatever it takes to, to, to make that agenda happen. For example, another example is, you know, when you had the LV, uh, LGBT community uh, votes going on in the United States a few years ago or about a year or two ago. Did you know why that was going going under our noses? They passed a Supreme Court law that states that they don't have to have a warrant to come in your house. Wow. So it's these things that they would do to us. They keep us our focus on something else while they do something else. You know, like this, this whole debate with Donald and 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 Hillary, they're like a bunch of kids, especially Donald Trump. You know, and it's sad we got to choose between, excuse my French, dog shit and cat shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like wow, we we got to choose uh, Hillary Clinton who has a history of, of of putting black people in jail and whose family has been running the office for years or we got to pick Donald Trump who has no experience, who just don't care who he talks to any type of way, who just doesn't care at all. And, you know, messing with him (laughs) is imminent. I mean, it's imminent regardless, but messing with him is going to speed up the process. Right. 
Well, you know what, guys? We can actually go on and on about this topic. This topic will never die, um, not anytime soon. I know that I know of. Um, a major change needs uh, change needs to come, and people are waking up. That that's pretty much the last thing I need to say. What are your final thoughts? Um, my final thoughts would would be. You know, regardless of who you vote for, it's going to take you as an individual to make a change. We got to stop believing that, oh, because we voted for a particular person, the change is going to come. Change starts within self. And when you make that change within self and you start to exhibit that change, others will then follow who needs to be, you know, shown the way because you'll be that leader, you know, and, and, and I, I just don't believe this voting is going to change anything until we start to change within our own selves and our own communities and really making our own difference in our lives and not put our lives in someone else's hand to make the change for us because we then become a minor. We're asking for a cookie. Mm-hmm. And he's telling us, well, until you eat your dinner, you're not getting this cookie. Besides, you going to get the cookie yourself. You work for the cookies. You know, bad analogy, but it's just basically saying, you know, let's not depend on other people to make the decisions that need to be made in our communities. We need to make it ourselves, depend on ourselves, you know, uh, 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 defend ourselves. Everything has to be self-sufficient. Right. Andy? <laughs> Um, I completely agree. Uh, we've got to stop waiting. And this was spoken before we came on the air. And my brother said, we have got to stop waiting for presidential elections to attempt to make a difference in our community. Right. At this level, the the decisions that are made are too high up. To, for us to really see a good result in our vote. So we've got to get into those, those school board elections. We've got to get into the mayoral elections. We've got to get into, and, and we've got to learn. We, we, we have got to stop depending on the media to provide the information for us to make a difference in our own community. There are states even right now where you can still register to vote. There are even some states like the state of Wisconsin that has a vast black inner city population where you can register to vote up until the day of the election. You can literally go down on November the 8th and register to vote and cast your vote. And these aren't things that the media is going to broadcast to those who they don't want to vote. And so we've got to make sure, especially for those of us who know this information, that we put it out there so that people can glean. There, there are states, even including the state of South Carolina, where there are a lot of black people who have been in and out of the prison system who think that they can no longer vote. 
and that isn't true for everyone. And so there are plenty of people who have done everything that the judge has required them to do in the state of South Carolina, and guess what? They can be added back to the role. But if they don't know that and they don't go to their county and they don't make sure that their names get added back to the roles, no one is going to do that for them. And if they don't know, they won't do it. And so we have got to get in a position where we stop fearing action and we go and we take this country by the reins because we have the intelligence, we have the power, we have the ability. We've got to read and we need to educate each other and we need to be there in our community to make sure that the things that we want enforced get enforced. We can't wait until presidential election. And if we haven't learned that by now, we've got a lot more to learn. Right. Well, I want to thank you guys for actually joining this this um, combo tonight. Um, this was very educational, and it was interesting. So thank you for coming on I-5 The Heat Radio. And um, people out there, please listen to what we are telling you. You still have a chance to put in your vote. You may you not even know that you're capable of voting if you've been incarcerated before. You have to go ahead and take that extra step in finding out if you are eligible to vote. Just don't assume. It's almost like going to a doctor and getting that one opinion from that doctor. You never take just the first one. You always get a second opinion. So find out if you can vote in your actual area. If um, Find out if you can vote, if you have been incarcerated. Just find out, period. This election here is extremely important for all of us. Now, as far as this election being important to all of us, Local elections are important as well because that affects where you are living. So the the grand election, yeah, that's important, absolutely. But local elections are important. If you want to make your community better, if you want to see change come immediately, you need to vote in local elections. Once again, Thank you guys for joining me today. This is I-5 The Heat Radio.